Hey, I'm Julia Furlan, and here are three stories you need to know about today. The Justice Department Inspector General's Office finally published the report that it's been working on for about a year and a half. It investigates the actions of the FBI and the Justice Department leading up to the 2016 presidential election, as investigators were looking into Clinton's use of a private email server while she was in the Obama administration. You might remember that the Justice Department announced in July of 2016 that the investigation was closed. And then they reopened it in October, just weeks before the presidential election. No charges were filed against Clinton, and James Comey, who was the FBI director at the time, was ultimately fired by Donald Trump. That saga is a whole other story that we're not going to get into here. This investigation started shortly before Trump was sworn in, and it was ostensibly to take a closer look at Comey's behavior and to see if it would be reasonable to say that he or anyone on his team was motivated politically. The whole report is about 500 pages, but the actual TLDR here is that it concluded that political bias didn't play a role in the Justice Department's decision to clear Hillary Clinton of criminal wrongdoing. But the report definitely wasn't easy on James Comey. It said that officials in the FBI showed a, quote, willingness to take official action to prevent Trump from becoming president. It also included a recently discovered text message from a former FBI agent involved in the investigation that said that the FBI would, quote, stop Trump from becoming president. Trump and his children were sued for using the Trump Foundation charity as a personal and political piggy bank. New York Attorney General Barbara Underwood is coming for the Trump family for their illegal use of foundation funds, which she said were a, quote, persistent violation of state and federal charity laws. The family used the foundation's money to pay for everything, from Trump's 2016 presidential campaign to settling legal claims against Mar-a-Lago to purchasing personal items. In this case, a $10,000 portrait of Trump himself, which currently hangs in a Trump-owned golf resort near Miami. These are self-dealing transactions, which means that the transactions were made out of self-interest and not in the interest of the nonprofit's beneficiaries. The suit goes on to describe the nonprofit as basically an empty shell. The board of directors haven't met since 1999, and Trump is the sole signatory on the bank accounts. What that means is that he's been free to do whatever he wants with the nonprofit's funds for some time now. Attorney General Underwood began a special proceeding to dissolve the foundation and requested that the foundation pay $2.8 million in restitution and penalties. The suit also requests that the president be banned from serving as a director of a nonprofit for 10 years and that Ivanka, Eric, and Don Jr. be banned for one year. Brie Larson gave a powerful speech demanding more diversity in film critics at the Crystal and Lucy Awards. The speech was based on a new report that found that the majority of film critics are white men. Over 60% of reviews are written by white men, and only 4% of them are written by women of color. The bottom line is is that if each of the top 100 films in a year added nine critics that are three underrepresented males, three white females, three underrepresented females, and the the average critic pool would match the U.S. population in just five years. Larson went on to explain how reviews can make or break a movie, especially independent films, which is why good, accurate reviews from the film's intended audience are important. She also announced that the Sundance and Toronto Film Festivals will start giving 20% of press passes to women and non-white critics. Ava DuVernay, who directed A Wrinkle in Time, called Larson a warrior for her speech. 
For more on the latest stories, you know what to do. Download the BuzzFeed News app. And please, please, please listen to and subscribe to our wonderful weekly podcast, The News from BuzzFeed News. It comes out on Saturdays and it has all of the things that you're going to want to talk about all week. And it's hosted by me, your fave. You can find it wherever you're listening to my voice right now.